Welcome to episode number 25 of Technician Academy's podcast series, hosted by ASE Master Technician Richard Young. This episode is powered by Premium Guard Filters. Visit pgfilters.com to view their first market coverage. In this episode, Richard Young and CEO of Technician Academy, Sean Collins, wrap up the year with a two-part podcast that highlights their favorite topics of the year, where Technician Academy went in 2017, and what resources and enhancements were made to the Technician Academy website. Richard and Sean also expressed their excitement for the coming year and discuss who they are planning to have as guests in future episodes. We hope that you enjoy the 25th episode of Technician Academy's podcast series, powered by Premium Guard Filters. Visit pgfilters.com to view the first-to-market coverage. Welcome to today's Technician Academy podcast. We're fortunate enough to have Sean Collins in the studio with us today. He's the founder of Technician Academy. Welcome, Sean. Hey, good morning, Richard. Thanks for having me on the show this morning. Looking forward to recapping 25 episodes or 24 episodes uh, prior to this one of the Technician Academy podcast and all the great things, Technician Academy and uh, what we've heard out on the street. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it has been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I was thinking back on the 24 uh, guests I've had or different podcasts that we've had and, you know, trying to pick out one that just stood out among the others, I, it was impossible for me to do. Uh, in fact, to narrow it down to just four or five was very tough. Uh, you know, we've had people from uh, all the way from catalog managers to shop owners to NHRA professionals. Uh, it, it's been exciting. And, uh, you know, some of the some of the points that they brought out, I mean, you've listened to the podcast. Which ones do you did you like? Well, Richard, you know, when I'm when I go back and I think about it, I, you know, I, I love the technical side of it. Uh, one of my favorites was Bill Lieb uh, when he was talking about creating a path to a career in the automotive industry and talking about really how the industry has an image that needs to be portrayed to those uh, technicians of tomorrow and those middle school students and and just the industry as a whole needing to adopt a a brand presence if you will and how we uh, address that in and creating that next technician because we know obviously you've been on 24 of these podcasts prior you know it seems like we do have a technician shortage. I'm going to ask you that question here in a little bit. Some of your uh, input on that, on the technician shortage and what is the value, all those things. But Bill really got into some great details. And, and your conversation with him, I think, was one that all the listeners sh- should, uh, if they haven't already, listened, listened to. Um, it's hard for me as a uh, drag racing fan to not immediately gravitate to when you had Randy Meyer racing in and, and talked about some things that Randy and his family had uh, experienced through their 30 years of NHRA drag racing. Uh, lots of great stuff there. Obviously, we had a, a great partnership with them and the um, respect is learned in the Pitts program, but I, I gravitate to that one. And then uh, 
Rick Escalambra, you know, shaping the future of technicians of tomorrow today. That was another one that really resonated with me. And as you can, you can tell, I, I really do gravitate as well to the ones that are, we're trying to reach that next generation of technician because we know the, the shortage and, and all the, the technical training that these individuals are going to have to go through and, and all the technology and the innovation that's happening right in front of us what what that's doing to the career so what are some of your favorites well you know and and one of the great things about the 24 episodes that we've had up to now is they all express the need in one form or another uh, the need for future technicians and the need that this industry has for for skilled employees i am fortunate enough to talk to judy zimmerman Uh, she runs a family-owned repair shop up in mechanicsburg pennsylvania and and she was the Women in Auto Care Shop Owner of the Year in 2016. You know, she brought some great aspects of how she treats her technicians and, and how she invests money, company money, to get them to training. And, you know, her technicians have the ability to go to training throughout the day, you know, and, and she pays for it. Uh, she pays for the training. She pays for their time there. Uh, I thought that was a great piece. Uh, you know, and then we had... Eric the car guy. I mean, who can't like listening to Eric the car guy? And his his what he brought to the podcast and talking about how YouTube, how he was one of the pioneers, and he truly was one of the pioneers on YouTube with uh, different videos, car repair videos. Absolutely, uh, Eric the car guy. That that is another one as as being a, just a, a a category innovator, if you will, for me. That and and being a. a lover of all things digital um, in technology, you know, seeing uh, and hearing Eric's perspective on, on how YouTube has helped shape the, uh, the education of, of the technician of today. Yeah. And, and then we had uh, Debbie Knoll. She, the, the aspect that she brought to the podcast, she is a co-owner of Ari Knoll Repair Shop. Her husband and her run the repair shop, but she actually was not in the automotive industry prior to her husband talking her to come in to be the co-owner. You know, the, the aspect and the, and the perspective that she brought kind of a, as an outside uh, influence looking at how this industry is evolving and, and how what the importance of having skilled employees, not just uh, one of the things that she brought out, that she needs skilled employees at the service advisor's position at the service manager's position you know she's always looking for for more employees that uh, that have those abilities yeah well you know there's there's all 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 facets that the automotive industry um you know for for the individual wanting to come in or the individual that's been in it for for a while now it's amazing the career paths that are still available uh for for that that person that individual to really take their passion and run with it like you said eric the car guy you know his passion was you know educating and and being in front of not only you know his students but at the same time turning and being in 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 front of a camera to help get that out because he he could see the future and was an innovator in that and you know for the the individuals that are in there today that that may want to um have a 
have their next uh, portion of their career. I mean, looking at how technology is being utilized and shop management and different software applications and social media as far as being able to market um, market the shop to the to the consumers of today and how you get the message out and the ratings and the reviews and all those things. It's the industry has has come a long long way in the last uh, five five ten years. Oh, absolutely, and and you know one of the podcasts and I've been fortunate enough to have several uh, automotive instructors as guests, and uh, Gerald Olds uh, from Jefferson College. You've you've met Gerald. They've got a great program over there. They just went through a major renovation of their repair of the uh, lab facility. Is awesome. It, it is. It is an awesome facility and then the students have hands-on abilities to take over the service manager role or the service advisor role or the technician role and and he works those students through that that program providing that skilled uh skilled employee that the industry needs the the concerns that he has is is the industry is the industry really helping him? Uh, so it was a great discussion about that. And, and you know, one one local uh, shop owner that I have had the pleasure of meeting and we had on a podcast was Nick Barton. He, he runs a very professional shop uh, here locally, and uh, he's very involved in recruitment and bringing in new talent. Uh, so it was it was great to hear some of the things he does to retain his technicians. And then, you know, he was recently contacted me he's looking for a new technician and just some of the things that he's offering that new technician is is amazing so this industry you're right this industry has changed quite a bit in the last five years um having been in it as long as i have uh i I truly believe the last five years has changed more than the prior 20 years well i you know we're looking at at the numbers and I, i look i like looking at at some of the data you know here are some of the the topics that are are uh, iTunes um, listeners have really chimed in on episode number 24 with Kyle Byrne, uh, as you discussed earlier, episode number 19 with Eric the Car Guy. Uh, one of my my favorites, I know uh, Larry Rinchler is a friend. Larry uh, at Romaine Crosspoint was in and was discussing what he sees as a as a manager today and what he's looking for. Uh, we've, we've seen Larry at, uh, at multiple locations and, and had him in to really discuss the program that Technician Academy offers. So the, the uh, listening listeners out there today like, like that one a lot, Sherry Pheasant and then Jill Trotta, some of the ones that are, are top, of, top of the list if you uh, look at iTunes today. So, you know, Richard, you've had everything like you said from industry association leaders you had chris in from asa tech um, you had you've had shop owners in you've had e-catalog experts shop managers you know students award-winning students uh, that are out today making a difference as as they just now just are getting started making an impact brand executives school instructors so you've talked a little bit and in depth on a lot of these topics but you know you've talked about the value of the properly trained technician and is there a technician shortage and how is technology changing the bay today and you know how do we get the next level uh the next generation of technicians if you will interested in the bay um number one of those is there a favorite topic 
that that you like discussing over over the last 24 episodes and then i'll follow that up with you know can we get a, a richard young um cliff notes version of, of those discussions is there a technician shortage um in your mind and what is the value of those properly trained technicians and what does the next generation of how do we get that next generation in you know interested but first of all do you have a is one of those a, a favorite topic I, I i think to to narrow that down is a as a favorite topic. I enjoy the discussions that I've had with a lot of these guests about how we as an industry, and when I say we as an industry, that's everyone that's listening to the podcast that, that gets up every day and, and does something within the industry, the automotive industry. Uh, you know, this is, this is like the third on uh, the gross domestic product the United States the automotive industry is. And so that entails a lot of people. Uh, so in a lot of these discussions, we talk about how we as an industry need to clean up our image, create a clean brand, a professional image. Uh, I truly believe a lot of the consumers and a lot of my guests have agreed that uh, the technician isn't looked at at the professional level that he actually is. Uh, you know, the, the technician of today is basically wearing a lab coat and, and working with software and a computer 98% of the time. Uh, as far as engine repair and heavy engine repair component replacement, that has taken a second, a backstage to software and programming and, and reprogramming and flash programming of today's car. So being able to change that brand, if I could just snap my fingers and fix one piece of this attracting new talent is is to change the brand image that the automotive repair industry has and you know your your second part of that question uh you know how do we fix it is there truly a skilled shortage i'm going to go so far to say that there is not necessarily just a technician shortage I think it's across the board in the automotive industry, the actual, the boots on the ground, you might say, the people who handle the parts. Uh, I think there's a shortage in in the parts counter, you know, having skilled employees there that know about a car, that know, can give advice to the do-it-yourselfer, uh, that can give advice to the, to the technician. Uh, I think there's a shortage of that. I think there's a shortage of service managers, service advisors that have the soft skills and the automotive knowledge to be able to incorporate both of those in taking care of the customer and then and also a part of that is i mean a service advisor service manager has to have soft skills has to know the car and has to be able to sell the repair and then truly the technician we do have a shortage i'm going to say that we don't have a shortage of of people to change parts on a car we have a shortage of skilled technicians that know how to diagnose and repair a car properly. Yeah, when you you talk about that, Richard, I was reading a, a study yesterday, actually, and the number of skilled technicians out there today is, you look at it, and it's 879,000 skilled um, technicians across the country. But when you look at it, um, there's over 59 million vehicles in operation that are in the sweet spot, if you will, uh, and all the different facets that come along with being, you know, with, with that unique sweet spot of vehicles. And then you have the vehicles that are coming after those and, and the different skill sets that the future technician 
is going to need to have versus what's in that sweet spot today and how quickly that that's changing and how, as you discussed with all of your guests, I believe the how do we how do we how do we inform the individuals that are out there today that that are students in a middle school or high school that this industry has evolved. Uh, I was watching and I was watching one of, I love documentaries and, and watched a documentary the other day about how um, the automotive industry paved, you know, paved the way for the United States and basically created all the infrastructure that's in place today because it started with, with an actual car, you know, and then the mass production of it led into, but I think it's just like, if everyone would watch that and understand the value of, of what that transportation is, I think that transportation and, and the love of that vehicle needs to, you know, be once again, it's, it's kind of like the iPod today. If I walk up and, and tell one of the, you know, one of my uh, son, my son's 12 years old, and I, I hand one of his friends say, hey, here's an iPod. They're going to look at me like I am, you know, like what? An iPod? Like, where's my iPhone X? You know, it's, it's that expectation that it's just always been there and somebody's always, you know, there's always going to be a better one and someone's always going to be there, you know, hey, dad, fix my iPhone X for me. Like I could, I could work on the first iPhones when they first came out. I broke a screen or two because they didn't have the OtterBox and all that stuff when they, so I had to go and actually replace the first screens on my iPhones because I dropped them, screen shattered. I had to figure that out. I got on YouTube, found the video, found a, a manufacturer of the screens and replaced them. But today, I don't think the students and the youth are really passionate. They just expect that that's going to be there. And how does the industry shape that, that spark again, if you will, to say, this car is a pretty cool thing. It's as unique. It is, it is 10,000, a million lines of code better, 10 million lines of codes better than your iPhone. And, and it's going to interact with that, but it's going to take you places as well. It's, you're just not going to be sitting there experiencing things. You're going to be, uh, you're going to be able to go down uh, a road while experiencing, you know, the experiencing what's on that that device. But at the same time, looking around and, and being able to see the country, uh, this great country that uh, we've all uh, grown to love and adore. So, um, you know, being able to to polish the brand, as you said, as as the technician. Uh, I'm, I'm actually one, I think on the Larry Rinchler, you may have heard a little bit of my background was, uh, it was actually, uh, growing, growing up, absolutely automotive enthusiast, uh, was my backyard, uh, was a cornfield and then a drag, uh, drag strip, uh, a mud pit and a dirt circle track. Everybody in our, our, um, on our street had a car that was out in front and, and really was went through those years where I couldn't get enough of, of hearing the engine start up. I couldn't get enough of either cleaning or maintaining or whatever it was, you know, for the families that were around and then helping uh, on the weekends, but was recruited out of the industry because of really the image. It was, hey, I mean, if you ask my friends, uh, dating back a long, long time ago, um, what my nickname was, I think most of them would have told you it was Tonka. 
because I just loved cars and I, whether I was on, you know, at an early age, I'm talking, you know, fourth, fifth grade, you know, playing with, uh, playing with them on, on, on the workbench. Uh, I was working on them in real life. I would turn in my bike into something that was custom, but being able to, to, to do that was, was a true passion. But as I, I I've, uh, went through school, had some grants and had other things and was recruited out of the industry, uh, really by the IT, but have always maintained that passion. And, and you talk about, and, and that image was one of the things that was used. How are you going to, how are you going to, you know, raise a family? You, you have these goals and expectations. How are you going to raise a family when you're, you know, at the racetrack all the time and you're doing all these things and you're in the garage late at night and it's 30 degrees outside and, you know, Hey, come over here and work on this thing called a CPU and, you know, type on this thing that has a big screen and, and it's warm inside. And it was, I mean, it was, it was instilled in us. And I'm afraid that if we really don't get back out in front of it, there's going to be a lot more of that happen. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I've seen a recent study and I talk about it quite a bit. You know, over 25% of the technicians out there right now are above the age of 40. And, and the largest percentage of that is in the 50 to 55 range. So those technicians are going to be leaving the industry. You know, you mentioned, you said one word there that kind of sparked me is expectation. I think the consumer, the vehicle owner has the expectation of repair. They expect that whatever car they have is always going to, they were always going to be able to get it repaired. Now that is true to a point of, are they going to get it repaired properly? Right. You know, and, and like you mentioned, you know, 100,000 and some vehicles out there right now, uh, some 2016 models have 100,000 lines of code in them. So, actually, you know, I, didn't you, I think you've said multiple times the uh, new F-150, 100 million lines. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, you know, that is a rolling computer. And, and you you talk about your background, and, and I, I can relate to that, but I, I've always uh, been in the wrench, uh, yeah. turning the wrench, uh, still consider myself a technician. And so I've seen this evolve where those two industries have come together. Absolutely. The, the, the car, the, the vehicle, the internal combustion engine now is made it up with some of the fastest computer networks in the world. And, and just for simple explanation, ADOS, you know, a system that can sense the car getting close to a inanimate object and stop the car. You know, that is quicker than the human mind can work. And that's one of the things that I see we as an industry need to get out there. We talk about it within the industry, you know, and there's several associations that talk about telematics and, and the connected car. But are we telling the consumer about it? Yeah, Richard, uh, telling the consumer about it and, and the expectation of, of the driver today you, you, when you looked at the study you know 80 percent or 82 percent actually of the drivers that are out there today the 218 million of them 82 percent of them uh, have a positive opinion of the car's technology today now with the introduction of, of tesla and autonomous vehicles or um you know, that are on the forefront here. I mean, they're not tomorrow. They're already here today. Um, you know, you talk about the 
the ability to connect and being able to stop a vehicle. Well, the, the experience of the consumer inside of the vehicle is something that a, a future automotive industry uh, uh, individual can help shape. What is the experience of being in an, you know, in a, a, fully, a fully autonomous vehicle? while you're sitting in in the seats and what is the technology and how do you interact with it and when i touch the screen whether the screen is you know in the middle like a console or it's actually on the console that we have today when i touch that the user interaction and do i have to touch it can i look at it with my eyes can i can i uh, can i speak it and it does it I mean, imagine all the things that we can be telling that future technician uh, or that future automotive uh, individual that's interested in the automotive industry that they get to, if you will, if, if you're passionate about working on things like that. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of the great things about the podcast. Uh, you know, we've got some future guests planned that are going to be able to bring out some of those pieces of how we as an industry excite the upcoming young people, and I'm not talking just within automotive programs. How do we excite them to get them into the automotive industry and let them realize exactly what this industry is? So we've got some great guests planned for 2018. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk with them. Uh, one that I'm excited about is Jake Tooley. He, is, he won the ASE Outstanding Future Technician Award. In 2017, uh, he's actually working at a, at a uh, Mercedes dealer. No, pardon me, a BMW dealer. Yeah, he's at a BMW dealer. Um, so, you know, being able to hear his, and he's a very young man, being able to hear his in input uh, is exciting. So there's some great guests lined up for 2018. Uh, we have some future hot rodders. Uh, we do. We have, uh, we have some coaches. Uh, for, uh, they actually coach some high school teams that compete in the Hot Rodders of Tomorrow competition. Uh, if you've not seen that competition, it's like poetry with wrenches and, and uh, engines. It, it, it's amazing, these young students, and they're high school students. Uh, it's amazing to see them work. So we're going to have some coaches from those teams to talk about that program. Uh, we've got Matt Buckles, who's going, who's the general manager of Motorrad U America. He's going to talk about how the industry's working, how he feels the industry is working towards improving the the skilled technician. Yeah, and I've looked at the uh, the lineup already. I know we we're well over uh, 32 or 33, I think, in in the uh, in the tank, if you will, ready to go, queued up here as far as uh, guests go. It, it's just going to be an awesome and another awesome year for the technician academy podcast and and on behalf of, of technician academy and I, I hope all the listeners out there thank you for bringing all these individuals uh you know to the microphone uh, whether it be over a, a phone call in the technician academy podcast studio here uh we thank you for that well it is exciting and and, and being a technician considering myself a technician i still look at this as a technician and it's just helping to repair the industry that's slightly broken you know I, I feel that the industry the diagnosis of the industry is is we need young people that are skilled and excited about the industry so that that's the diagnosis i have and then the repair is 
we get together. We, we pull up our boots and, and we get together as an industry and we work towards recruiting these young people. Uh, you know, you mentioned something in your, in your history about rec- being recruited out. That's one of the big things that's happening right now. Uh, you know, I, I talked to a lot of automotive instructors. Uh, they talk about their students are getting recruited by manufacturing. Why? Well, there's a couple things, you know, and, and we'll talk about those during the podcast to come. Uh, you know, briefly, is it, it's the cost of tools. It's the education that the, the technician has to continue. And, and you know, and start, speaking of education, the technician, the future technician has to continue with, you know, the TA website. You know, we're, oh, yes. we're doing some great things oh, there. We've, we've got a boatload of content that uh, helps educate those future technicians. Yeah, and, and Richard, that's one of the, the resources that I don't know that our uh, Technician Academy podcast listeners uh, may know about. Uh, it's www.technician.academy. It's, you can also get to it by going to www.technicianacademy.com. Uh, so either one of those work. Uh, if you search Technician Academy in Google, it's right there at number one, uh, ready for you to click and get to. Uh, it's actually an award-winning website. In 2016, it was the Women in Auto Care Best B2B website out there. It has hundreds of Technician Academy articles that have been written um, uniquely by you and contributing writers that talk about everything that's happening in the Bay today, the industry today. It's forward-thinking stuff. It's technical stuff. We have tech tips on it. Um, it was it was you know preparing for this i went back and looked at the you know our 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 one year uh press release and even went back and watched the video that we created over at uh our local uh Evan, uh Evansville uh, campus of Ivy Tech and it was the video of everything Technician Academy was going to be. It was going to be online. It was going to be in the bay. Uh, it was going to be in the classroom. And we've really been able to, to deliver on that. And, and it's been recognized, like I said, uh, the in the classroom portion of it being recognized for the car care clinic of the year last year. Um, you know, we have 25, 25 of the podcasts that are uh, currently stored on the website, but we're also on iTunes. We're also on uh, Google Play Store. You can get them on the website, other uh, feeds as well. Uh, I talked about the articles on there, hundreds of those, hundreds of te- tech tips. Um, I don't know that if our Technician Academy uh, listeners know that we have a monthly newsletter that contains a lot of that content, but even more. You want to talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I mean, the monthly newsletter is, is a great piece. Uh, you know, there's usually a couple articles. And recently, we've just introduced a uh, service advisors article, kind of a series that we're going through right now with a gentleman who is a lifetime industry employee. Uh, he's uh, actually a service advisor, service manager at a, at a uh, medium-heavy-duty truck shop. And he brings some great insight to what the service advisor position is. And the importance of that. So, you know, being able to get those type of experts on there. You know, a good friend of mine, Matt Shanahan, who's an instructor up at College of DuPage. He's written some articles for us that are in-depth technical articles. Being able to bring that. And and it, what's it cost, Sean? What's it cost for a gentleman to use the website? Oh, yeah. Well, just like the Technician Academy podcast and and all the other resources out there, it's free. 
It's free. Just go to the Technician Academy website. I believe there's multiple boxes. There may even be a pop-up right now that says, join the Technician Academy newsletter. Uh, and you'll be able to immediately enroll there, put in your name, put in your email address, and boom, next thing you know, when the monthly newsletter comes out, it'll be right there uh, in your email. Uh, the, the newsletter itself, tons of great articles. And, and you know, one thing that's important for us, Richard, and, and you and I talk about it all the time, is making sure we're not creating all this stuff in a vacuum. You know, it's just what, you know, the Technician Academy crew here wants to be able to put together. So if you look at the website, there's also sections where at times we'll have surveys up. If you look at it, we're, we're also on social media. So we have surveys up asking, hey, what's the next level of content that you want from us? Hey, what do you believe about this industry topic? And all those things are are fully integrated across all the channels. So you've raised a lot of great questions through the podcast. Individuals can then go and within the idea box of the website. Hey, if you have somebody that you want to have us and invite into the podcast, go to the Technician Academy website, go to over resources, click idea box and drop us a line. We, we would really like to know what's next. Uh, when we get that, that input from you, it makes it, um, much easier um, to go through and, and create those topics and, and know what you want. It, it's kind of hard for us to diagnose without being connected, you know? Yeah. I, and, you know, there's things within the car that I enjoy, uh, specific systems and that I enjoy working on personally. But, you know, if I had my choice, I'd write articles about those all day long and, and research and, and such. But, you know, I need input from others. Uh, it's interesting you say that. I've been on a email conversation chain with a technician that is out in the industry right now, and we're talking back and forth about some of the things that the industry needs. And, and I'm hoping to be able to, to get that conversation, pieces of that conversation on the website for, for our viewers to see, uh, you know, creating that that interaction is extremely important, you know, and speaking of interaction, you know, the, we just introduced a, a scholarship page on the Technician Academy website for the technicians of tomorrow to use. Uh, tell us a little bit about how that's working. Well, yeah, the, the technician, you know, the future technician, uh, I, I tell you, it school and, and education is not something that necessarily comes free anymore. So uh, we know that uh, through our in the classroom training, uh, one of the resources that, that came to um, top of mind was, hey, you have a job board on Technician Academy showing us where we can go be employed when we get out into the industry, but I need to be able to find some financial assistance while I'm sitting here in this classroom to be able to continue to pay for my education. So that, that led to a discussion of, hey, uh, Technician Academy team, what do you think about creating a scholarship board? And really what it is, is it's, uh, it's an industry uh, uh, mashup of you, it, a mashup page, if you will, of all the places where technician, you know, the future technician, the, the individual that wants to be in the Bay and wants to seek out the automotive industry for their career, it's a place where they can go and find a list of all those places that are providing 
information and providing scholarships to students who are interested in the automotive field, in the automotive industry. Now, is it a, you click one form and it fills it all out and goes out to all these places? No, you, I mean, the, the users have to have some interaction. They have to read through the requirements and, and whether you want to be a technician or you want to be a, a designer of the future vehicle, um, future car out there today, um, there are opportunities abound on that, that wall. And it's only, it's just like everything else, Richard, with, with the website and Technician Academy, we've wanted to, you know, the importance of providing a one-stop resource for both today's and technicians of tomorrow is something that they can utilize. You know, when you go to this this website, you know what's going on in the industry. You know where you can uh, you can go to get additional training. That's one of the other things that's on there. the The national calendar of events. I mean, there's there's things from Apex and SEMA to AA, uh, AASA Tech and all the and in all the different uh, things that are happening happening within the industry. But at the same time, there's training opportunities abound on there. Uh, they can see that the job board, as I've discussed, the industry events, featured articles and short showcases that are, are being provided there. And did I say that was free? Yeah. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that is true. I mean, uh, you know, one of the things I know whenever I went to school, which has been several years ago, you know, being able to find that resource of, of a scholarship, uh, it was pretty difficult. Now we've put it all into one spot uh, you know, the, the student can come there pick out the scholarships they want to apply for that apply directly to towards them and they can have the resource then to go apply you know and the resources that we provide on technician academy are are abounding and one of the discussions you mentioned larry rentschler one of the discussions one of his things and one of his topics that he wanted everyone to know was showing a career path for these students you know showing them a career path and and i think technician academy helps do fill in a piece of that uh showing these future technicians uh future skilled employees a career path within the automotive industry absolutely and you know that is you know we we can talk about all the things that are on there today but i'm sure our listeners are a little bit um like like me and, and they want to know what's next so uh, in the future uh, we're going to be uh, announcing some unique partnerships with some brands to have category specific uh, corners within uh, Technician Academy that's going to we'll have some branded partners that are bringing their knowledge their engineering their their know-how if you will to help only accentuate what we already have within the knowledge base of, of Technician Academy so that's something that's going to be fun to, to look at. Um, as much as it's an award-winning website and done all those things, I, I like to be an innovator, as, as some know. And we're already looking at how we're going to have version 2.0 of the Technician Academy website. What is the new user experience? How do we increase it on mobile? Do we have native or do we stay on the responsive design technology of today? Do we offer both? Um, all things that are very important to me. Um, you know, with with the, the the users that we currently have on the site today, the site's, you know, up, it's running, it's fast, it's responsive, it's doing the things that you need on a tablet, on a on a desktop and in in, in your hand, the, the mobile uh, the mobile platforms. But uh, other things, 
that are, are in the future, you know, webinars and live streams are definitely something, you know, we've, we've toyed around with those, uh, live stream events, if you will, uh, know what we need to do to, to produce those. But, you know, we've done the live streams of, uh, of Facebook lives and Instagram lives from the uh, technician of tomorrow classes. We've also done a few interviews uh, from on site at like Apex and SEMA. So uh, looking at, you know, bringing on some branded partners to help us and you know, further uh, get in and, and dig our heels in the technical content and what they see and what they hear coming through their, their tech lines and being able to share that through through some unique partnerships, uh, website refreshes, webinars, uh, live stream events. Um, one of the things that we haven't talked about is uh, what about that uh, what about respect is learned in the pits? Yeah, I mean, the respect is learned in the pits program was just amazing. A young man that I met during one of the on-site classes that I that we present through Technician Academy, I met him at a community college down in Kentucky, uh, Mayfield, Kentucky, and introduced him to the program that we started in 2017 in the pits program. Uh, basically, we allowed a student any student to apply to be a part of the Randy Meyer, Megan Meyer race crew for the weekend during the U.S. Nationals in Indianapolis. That's a pretty, uh, that's a, a, a pretty historied, uh, I mean, winning, competing every year for 30 years race team. Yeah, I mean, and, and the amazing part, Kyle was, he was actually a, He's a bracket racer in Kentucky. He enjoys racing. He's kind of grown up with it. And he applied to be the winner. And then he was chosen as one of the quarterfinalists. And he submitted a video showing his showing his car. Uh, he's actually got a, a bracket car. He, he showed you know a lot of his trophies that he's won. And just the weekend and, and the excitement that he had during the the weekend at the u.s nationals being on the car side of the rope you might say i mean they had him doing everything i seen him uh torquing some rod bolts he was uh you know putting on tires uh, about the only thing i didn't see him touch was the parachute yeah at the end the the team actually awarded him you know a clutch plate that was signed by the entire team and he was able to fire one of the uh the top alcohol dragsters in in the testing uh, phase uh, before the race there. So it was uh, it was a great event. It was on site there at the U.S. Nationals in, in Indianapolis. And man, just to see his his face and, and be able to see the team and how they interacted with him and the Randy Meyer race team. Once again, thanks to them. I mean, they welcomed Kyle in with. Uh, open arms there wasn't a thing they didn't think that he couldn't handle and, and put him right in there as you said he was underneath you know the dragster he was on top of it he was in the cart pulling it up to the launch pad he was on the launch pad i mean it was it was all right there and it was all hands-on and you know the website once again getting back to the first question you ask of of you know how is the website being improved well once again the website is is the launch pad for those that are out there today that want to share uh with a future hot rodder if you will the ability to sign up for this this contest there's a form on the technician academy website it's actually on the home page all over the place there's a big blue button there in the navigation that says in the pits and it's respect is learned in the pits program and 
you know, 2018, uh, U.S. Nationals, someone's going to someone's gonna be in the pits. I don't know why it, it can't be the, the individual that fills it out today. All we have to know is why you want to be there. Tell us a little bit about yourself. The top four individuals will create a YouTube video showing us uh, you know, your interest in the automotive industry, maybe uh, particular in, in the racing industry itself. And then, you know, the Technician Academy team will meet up with the Randy Meyer Racing Team and pick a winner. And then your room's going to be booked. You're going to have your passes uh, to the race. And Thursday through Monday of uh, of that week, you're going to be at the U.S. Nationals, as you said, on the, the car side of, of the rope, um, wrenching on, on that uh, award-winning team. Megan had some great news. She was picked up as a two-year sponsor with NGK. Uh, so that, that team's only getting uh, bigger and faster, and, and they're looking at, uh, if you will, hashtag championship awaits, I believe is what Megan yeah. uh, says in, in all of her social media posts. But that team is positioned to bring home the uh, – the top alcohol uh, championship next year. The great thing about that team is, I mean, uh, you know, there's there's Megan, there's her sister Rachel, and then they've got another girl there, and they are the fastest females in top alcohol right now. So that that team is positioned to to excel in 2018. I look for big things from the Megan Meyer race team and the Randy Meyer racing. I I think the hashtag championship waits is is going to be a very possible ending to 2018 race. Yes, absolutely. Uh, if you haven't, go to Megan uh, Megan's site. It's MeganMeyer.Racing. Um, happy to help her out in, in any way if you can. You know, like her on Facebook. Uh, go to their website. Sign up for her newsletter. Lots of great information there. But, but absolutely, don't forget to share the word about the respect is learned in the Pitts program. Uh, you know, that uh, that opportunity is out there for someone to win right now. And, you know, we're, we're uh, reaching about uh, 50 minutes in this podcast. So there's, there's two last things I think we probably want to talk about quickly. Um, you know, Technician Academy has been, you know, to a lot of industry events this year, Richard. We've been to SEMA. We've been to AASA Tech and learned about all the technology that's available for the shop owners today to help automate um, you know, their workflows and, and the technology that's coming out as far as virtual reality, augmented reality, all those things. We've, we've seen what performance looks like at SEMA. You were uh, in attendance at uh, High Tech Vision. Uh, we attended uh, the local Ivy Tech uh, skills competition. You know, any, any favorites there? Any takeaways from those? You know, uh, recently I talked to the instructor at Ivy Tech that, that hosts that skills competition. What this is, this isn't the national skills competition, but this is where he brings in uh, local high school students. And I think this is very important piece. But he brings in local high school students to compete, similar to the skills competition that's nationally known. That probably seeing those young people, and, and I had the ability to, to keynote a speech for them you know, seeing their faces and their enthusiasm to compete in the automotive industry uh, was refreshing to see. Now, obviously, this isn't going to fill up the industry with employees. But, you know, to see that group, that 30, 
35, 40 students uh, that were in that. Uh, it was exciting. It's exciting to see. Of course, High Tech Vision in Kansas City uh, that's uh, hosted by ASA Midwest. Uh, that is probably one of the premier training events uh, in the nation. Being able to be there and uh, reconnect with some contacts that I've had over the years. That's been an exciting piece. Of course, SEMA. What do you say about SEMA? I mean, oh, man. Yes. As a, as a child growing up, watching that on TV, and, and I can still remember the, the first SEMA show that I, I attended, uh, you know, multiple years ago now, but it was a childhood dream, you know, come true. You, you see everything there. It's truly the passion. It is the technology. It is the art of what the industry has to offer. Uh, then you have Apex. I mean, you know, that is, is where the, the, you know, the, the parts uh, are. That's where the business happens right there at Apex. If, if you're not there and, you know, you're manufacturing, I think you're, you're missing out. So, so get to that show. But yeah, SEMA is, is definitely one that, uh, you know, it's, if you love what you, you do, right, it's never a job. And just being able to, to go out and experience that, educate ourselves, not go out and really educate on what Extend Performance or Technician Academy or Auto Parts U or any of these things are doing. It's really just being around a bunch of people that really love this industry. And, you know, you can go out and you can you can experience the drifting and, and come away with, you know, the rubber on your shoulder and, and whatever else, and then go in and really get into some high tech information and, and telematics and augmented reality and man, how, how it can all connect you there. And, and that's both at Apex, that's at SEMA, that is, uh, you know, those, those two offer that up. And then the connection to AASA uh, tech conference and then, uh, it, it's hard to really pick a favorite on all those, but my my going back to my childhood, being able to say that I was at SEMA has always been pretty, uh, pretty meaningful to me. It's kind of one of those uh, bucket list things. Yeah, I mean, and being a technician, being able to be there and see see the innovations, uh, that's that's interesting piece to me. One other thing I, I definitely want to mention, you know, we talked about uh, being able to. To introduce Kyle Clapp to the in the pits uh, program at a community college, where TA is moving out, and we're going to again. Uh, this is for the third semester now, I believe. You mean there's more? I mean we do. Yeah, that. yeah. There's there's a lot more. It seems like it's always it's never ending. But we're going to be going out on site to some community colleges, putting on training again, and and that is probably the the most rewarding piece of my position here with uh, Technician Academy is being able to go out there and see those students who are involved in the automotive industry and be able to bring them information that their instructors are, are in need of or, or wanting from the industry. It's just, it is so, uh, it's so meaningful to be able to sit in the classrooms with you, Richard. And, you know, when the class is over, the you, you can see on the student's face that this is something that is needed every day you know i mean they already have great instructors you know they already have great individuals that are helping them mentor but just you know if, if that was available more 
to these individuals, the, the experience and, and what they, they receive in a three-hour classroom advanced level training of just coming in. It's a different, you know, it's a different shot in the arm, if you will. It's a different voice. It's delivered a different way. Uh, they're able to earn some, you know, prizes and, and some rewards for participating in the class and sign up for the website and listen to some podcasts and do some other things. But it, it's really just, you can see that, man, you know, the, the experience really kind of gives them that shot in the arm, maybe just to you know, go a little bit more, have, do a little bit more, do a little bit more research. And, and this is yet an, another resource that uh, I'm, I'm happy that we're going to be expanding next year is the in the classroom portion. Yeah, I, I am excited about that. You know, currently we, I'm working with 14 schools here in the Midwest. Uh, and, and it's not that the information I'm bringing that their instructors not necessarily couldn't bring right. to them, but it is from a different aspect. Different view, yeah, just and, a different voice. And it is so rewarding. I mean, it's so rewarding that after the class, a majority of the students will come up and thank me for the information we brought. Now, that's not my doing. You know, that's, that's a group here at Technician Academy getting the information together and, and comprising it and, and putting it together for delivery. That student is at that point they're devoted to the technician academy brand and you know if there's a manufacturer that's a part of that presentation they're also devoted to that manufacturer so being able to bring that information to them uh, i i think really you know that's that's one of the goals of technician academy yeah and you know in just it's probably time our listeners are uh, going on, you know, 50 plus minutes of us uh, talking about a year in which I think we could probably go on for three more hours and, and talk about favorites and, and talk about impact and talk about uh, what was rewarding for not only us, but Technician Academy, the listeners, the users, the uh, students, the award winners, all those things. But um I just want to say uh, to all of our listeners out there, thank you. Uh, if you would, please, uh, you know, there's there's some things that you can do out there on to help us out, help help share the word, if you will. Uh, social media is very important. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. We have the website. Uh, if you would like us, favorite it, um, forward it to three of your friends, uh, if you'd like. One would be great. Uh, help us spread the word because growth is something that's very important to us, not only on developing the platform out, but, you know, getting to the next individual who wants to know a little more about the automotive industry and in particular about what it means to be a future technician, uh, how we can help the technician of today. If they're out there looking for it, once again, Richard, I, I, I think it's a free resource, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, I do want to stress that, you know, if, if you're, and like I mentioned earlier, if you're a part of this industry, help us uh, by liking, going to the Facebook page, like it, uh, go to the website, register, you know, those type of things. And, and they don't cost you anything, but yet you're helping the industry. You're helping us bring the information to the industry. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Hey, one of those things, if you, if you don't rate it, tell us what's going on. I mean, you have the ability on, on all the, 
all the blogs to rate them you have on you know facebook you have the ability to go and, and rate what you think our our delivery is of of the product of technician academy uh the technician academy podcast has ratings uh you can do that as well so hey you know we want all your feedback so if, if we're only worth two stars let us know if we're worth five thank you uh we're going to do uh we're going to work even harder to make it uh and, and maintain it a five but if we get that two uh we're always here to compete and win not just just to compete so we're going to try to make that better so if you would go to all those platforms like it share it um, rate it you know ratings are big it, it helps us grow the the uh, viewership the readership the listenership the whole you know the whole technician academy community if you will absolutely and and so yeah sean i think we're we're into the podcast here pretty deep uh, it's time for us to sign off but we are uh we're going to be bringing some more uh, another podcast similar to this to talk about what what 2018 actually holds with some details so be looking for the for that uh listeners and so yeah uh, from technician academy we technician academy recording studio we thank you uh, we thank you for your input and and i look forward to your comments yeah and from uh, technician academy we want to wish everybody uh, a merry christmas a happy new year hope you get to uh spend it with uh, all your friends all your family uh we hope that uh, 2018 bring you, brings you lots of joy, lots of education, and a lot of passion about the automotive industry. So uh, from Technician Academy, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, uh, Happy Holidays, and uh, we'll talk to you in 2018. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of Technician Academy's podcast series, brought to you by Premium Guard Filters and extend performance. Don't forget to visit us online at technician.academy. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Technician.academy, where respect is learned.